0: Hello and welcome to the New School Gaming Podcast, powered by the New School Project, where we bring you the latest and greatest in gaming and nerd pop culture news and much more. Hope you guys had a great start to your new year. I know I have. We have some exciting news for you guys. We have a new, brand new, our very first merch drop coming February 1st. We have some amazing, high quality hoodies. I think that they feel great. It's got a cool logo that we yeah. had designed for us. We're all on there in a cartoon. I'm six feet tall, finally. It's a dream of mine. He's ripped. <laughs> it's great. Can't wait to show you guys, honestly. It's going to be super cool to show him off. So hang around. We'll show him to you guys. Not this podcast, but coming up. Let's jump into some nerd pop culture. All right. Let's get some nerd pop culture. What do you got? (laughs) I wrote so small, I don't know why I did this to myself. For nerd pop culture, AMC has debuted its brand new trailer for the Walking Dead series called The Ones Who Live. Oh, okay. I thought they were going to do the Rick Grimes one next or something it like that. It is then. the Rick Grimes oh, okay. one. okay. Um, it debuted on January 10th. You guys can go ahead and check it out. looked pretty cool to, to me. We got to see Rick Grimes and Michonne searching for each other in this like new kind of vibey world. It didn't seem like straight survival horror like it okay. has been. So it seems like they're going for a whole new vibe on the show. It's going to be six episodes long, and it premieres on February 25th on AMC and AMC+. Plus. Nice. Has Walking Dead ended yet? Walking Dead has ended officially. Okay. I gave up on it in, like, season five or six. I don't know which one it was. The ending was okay. Finally, zombies learned how to, like, run and climb. Okay. It took 12 seasons or whatever, or whatever it went for. But yeah. the zombies finally got smart at the very end, and then they beat them, basically. All right. <laughs> uh, that's what I got for my... Ne- oh, actually, it's not. I messed up. We also have... Robert Downey Jr. had an interview with the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, it was the Actors' Roundtable, which is kind of like uh, like the who's who just sitting there and just bullshitting and yeah. talking. Um, they talked about how Iron Man was a second tier character originally in Hollywood standards and how Robert Downey Jr. really helped bring it up and make Marvel what it is today. That's yes, true. He
1: really made iron man and started the whole marvel universe basically
0: he really did and i mean he kicked it off but before then you had crappy movies that i loved but i mean you had the bad hulks and things like oh, that the hulks were so bad the original the, who was that
1: jeremy no not jeremy renner that's what i was thinking
0: but the one with the dogs the yeah. giant mutant dogs yeah i dogs. don't remember what it's was, it was terrible it was terrible. so bad but i loved him as a kid you know we got to see it um, and then he went on to talk about how the original cast getting together for a new Avengers movie or a new Marvel movie of some sorts, and how it's probably actually not going to happen. Uh, he's on board for it, but it's That's just fair. it's a money thing, a casting thing, a, a writing. He doesn't they don't they don't just want to be there for a movie that needs to be. Sure, good.
1: Marvel's really fallen off since Endgame, the finale there, because now all they do is a series and. Then, when they do release a movie, I mean, last one they did that was big time was, what, Ant-Man, the Mania? Yeah. Then the whole Kang thing was supposed to kick off, but then their actor for that got all that sexual assault stuff or whatever it was. and
0: They've just, they've just been struggling. Yeah. yeah. Go back
1: to D.C. now. It's time for them to shine. I'm hoping so. Finally. <laughs> D.C. could
0: use a good movie. It's
1: finally time for them.
0: Uh, that's all I have for my nerd pop oh, culture.
1: Cool. All right, we got Halo season two trailer promises the fall of Reach, plenty of energy swords, and more helmetless Master Chief, because that's definitely what we all want. You
0: put on the suit. <laughs> <laughs> did
1: you watch the first season? Of Halo? I did. You Sean did? What'd our, you think?
0: The Meat Wagon, and I binge watched the entire thing. And what'd you think? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty entertaining. The brutality was there, the fight scenes were there. Okay. I, I'll confess, I haven't
1: watched it yet. I just, I like Halo, the video game. I just, I have trouble seeing how it's going to be good in the series.
0: I, my, my big problem is Cortana doesn't live inside his suit. She lives inside of him. Interesting, interesting. Which is just a weird thing, because he was always taking her out of his suit, you know? Always.
1: Yeah. Well, last year we saw a bunch of layoffs, especially with Bungie being one of the big ones. I think they oh, laid yeah. off like 600 or something like that, and... So we'll see how the Halo series does after that. But we have Unity is also laying off 1,800 employees, and Twitch is laying off 500 coming into the, we're in the first month of the new year. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with Unity especially. They had some lawsuits, and after the SAG Actra strikes and all that, it was AI voices and video games and stuff just kind of, I don't know, it's not really working out yeah. well for the actual actors when we could just get AI voices and make it cheap. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I, the AI is super cool what it can do, so I get it, but at the same time, you need the real human touch in yeah, it. Yeah, you really do. Uh,
1: we also got Apple's $3,500 Vision Pro VR headset launches next month. This we reported on this way back when they first released the price for it and we were like, That's ridiculous. Who's gonna buy that? Yeah. This is essentially what they're saying is a VR headset that is a computer. Okay. You're just gonna use your computer, you're gonna watch T V through this thing, you're gonna do everything in this headset. And then if you wanna see the people around you, just click a button or something, and it'll like phase out and you'll see everyone around so you. So it's like
0: the the phone to smartphone upgrade of us. Yes. A- It's
1: going to fail, Mr. There's no way anyone's paying that much money, enough people are doing it, to make it viable for Apple. To make good
0: content for it. I don't think
1: it's not worth the amount. It's just no one's going to pay that. Yeah. I'm sure Mm. people will take parts of that it into their own thing and this will head forward in vr where eventually that we'll get one. to that point where
0: we're good with it but this is not where it's at what was the movie where they used prisoners and they were in a shooter i want vr oh that. uh that.
1: the gamer or something like that yeah, that yeah. was a good
0: movie with uh yeah is it Drug gerard butler yeah, yeah that
1: was yeah. so good I that love was a really one. good one uh last one i got is the first trailer for netflix's arcane season two just dropped uh, nothing huge coming out of it. All we got was a possible Singed release, which Singed okay. is the poison doctorish, crazy character in League of Legends. So right. we'll get to see him a little bit, and of course we'll have uh, oh, a. Yeah vi and jenks coming back for season two and we'll hopefully get to see more of jace and heimerdinger coming in heimerdinger yeah. i enjoyed the first season of that so we'll see how the second season plays out i
0: haven't watched it loved the game so yeah.
2: singed coming in will be pretty cool yeah. hey jay cotter here editor and producer of the new school gaming podcast Did you know that the New School Gaming Podcast and The New School Project are releasing merch on February 2nd? First come, first serve. More info will come soon. Make sure you stay subscribed to all of our social media platforms to stay in the loop.
1: Uh, Let's head into some video game news. Uh, we got Game Shark is returning via an AI powered successor called AI Shark. And on the release of this, it wasn't a huge thing. I mean, you remember Game Shark from the yeah. 90s, really, uh, when they had all the Pokemon stuff. Plug it into your Game exactly. Boy, put your game into the back of the Game Shark. Exactly. Uh, no one was really, really caring about the new release for AI Shark, but they did have this release with it that came out that one of the sentences was I have it down here, hold on. It's. Uh, the official launch is planned to coincide with the Nintendo Switch 2 in September 2024, so they think that they leaked the release for uh, Nintendo Switch 2, and that's going to be September 2024. So look out for that. I don't have a Switch, so I can't speak to how good it is. I see somebody playing one on the other side of the camera right now, so it must
0: be (laughs) good. All right, so the Switch is amazing, and the the only problem it has is a power issue, like the Harry Potter game that just came out, the Hogwarts Legacy. It took months for them to downscale it, to port it to the Switch. Okay, Um, It's a 7 gigabyte file size. And I mean, it was a fifty or seventy gigabyte, it's fifty gigabyte at all. game. It's not that yeah. So they dumped it down so much; it really cannot run anything. And the Switch Two is supposed to just boost the power. Okay, interesting. Uh, we got
1: Power World is coming to Xbox Game Pass January nineteenth. We also reported on this one way back when it was in like early or something. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, this is Pokemon with guns. Yeah, is what it looks like. It all the creatures look like rip-offs of random Pokemon, and the gameplay for it looks really good. It looks like you are just absolutely... You're capturing a Pokemon, giving it a weapon or something. I I Pokemon of quotations here. Yeah. Um, giving it a weapon or something, and then just absolutely massacring other people and eating them, destroying them, it everything. It looks like it's like, going to be a good It time. is adult Pokemon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll definitely be picking that one up January 19th, and it's game Pass day one. So Cool. Yeah. Uh, last one I got 10 years after the release of Smite Titan Forge Games is rebuilding the game in a new sequel Smite 2. The closed alpha is te- the closed alpha testing begins this spring so make sure you look okay. out for that and sign up apply for, the for alpha. it. Yeah. I believe the switch for Smite to Smite 2 is from Unreal Engine 4 to Unreal Engine 5. Okay so uh, gorgeous. I think I saw the report was they're updating to Unreal Engine Five. The only reason they're calling it Smite Two as the new game is because if they were to take all the skins, characters, everything from their game in Unreal Engine Four, updated to Unreal Engine Five, it would take something like a ye- a year or something to update all of that, just s- transferring over. I bet. I mean, I feel like it said two hundred sixty four days. From the ground up. Yeah, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was two hundred sixty four years, but that doesn't sound right. No. <laughs> um, I think their first exclusive. Champion for Smite 2 was Hectate or Hecate or something Okay, like I okay. don't know the name. Uh, but, yeah, definitely look out for that and get in the alpha test. Yeah, testing for
0: def- it. I'll be signing up. I can't wait. Yeah. For my video game news, we've got Fortnite. We talked about it a little while ago about this mom that was suing Fortnite. Yes. Um, the gambling or something. For, or it's getting for, addicted. For yeah. being addicting and, like, aggressive trade tactics to get children to buy things. The lawsuit passed, it caught the FTC's, uh, Federal Trade Commission's attention, okay? Uh, They started butting into the lawsuit that was happening, and a huge $520 million lawsuit was placed against Fortnite's developer, Epic Games. And $245 million of the settlement is being paid back out to the gamers. Jesus. for being used of a uh, the exact quote was a variety of tactics aimed at consum- consumers of all ages to make unintended purchases. And this all uh, happens on the day Fortnite is celebrating its sixth birthday. How much? Two hundred forty-five million.
1: That doesn't even seem like that much of a dent in
0: Fortnite's. <laughs> no, but I mean that's a decent. That's chunk crazy of
1: that they won that
0: lawsuit. But the the full amount was five hundred twenty million dollars. Jesus. I don't understand how they could win that. Oh, I I, sh- that's crazy. They really must have been doing some sort of predatory tactics. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just thought that was insane. <laughs> they actually won the lawsuit. I, I didn't. We talked about. It. We didn't uh, think it was going to win. Yeah,
1: maybe if you parented your kids and watched them and saw what they were playing, then you wouldn't yeah, have to. Don't sue put them your credit card addicted. on the PlayStation yeah, and what is, just let wrong them
0: buy in games. And Welcome l- to class. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, In lighter news, Disney Dreamlight Valley, one of my personal favorite Animal Crossing-style games, just received a huge update in December. Uh, It released thousands of new recipes and craftables, uh, things you can make for your character. And one of the players out there went through and made a list of all the permutations of the food possible. So, like, some of the recipes would require a fish, some sort of dairy, and an herb. Okay. But you could use any type of them, and he made a list of every l- one that could go into it and the bonuses, like the differences. Okay. So he went through thousands and thousands and thousands of permutations and just hooked everybody up. He posted it online. There's a list of the best foods out there, so you don't need to waste your time anymore, which yes. is pretty sweet. Highly recommend checking that out. It's
1: not one of those games I play, but I know you and your girl like this. Yeah, so. I enjoy it a lot.
0: It's kind of like, you know... Animal Crossing. Yeah, pretty much. Just yeah. Disney. Disney. But that's all I have for my video game news. Alright, I think it's time for the
2: next one. Did you know that the New School gaming team live streams Dungeons and Dragons every Sunday? We just started a new campaign called the Tower of Dreams. Get in now! Did you know that the new school gaming team streams Dungeons and Dragons every Sunday? All right, let's jump
0: right into some comic news. For this week's comic news, Justice League vs. Godzilla vs. King Kong is releasing a monster sized edition comic featuring number one and number two inside of it, and it's huge. I mean, it's way larger than the standard comic, and it's a special edition of it. It's the monster comic, monster size, so it's a collectible item. It's not something you're really out there wanting to yeah. just read and buy. Uh, it's not too expensive. It's got a $6.99 price tag on it for to release, so it's really affordable, yeah. and it comes out January 17th, this Wednesday. Um, I'm going to be going to my local comic shop and hoping that they ordered a couple extras just so I can snack a couple. Oh, yeah. um, we also got Vampirella, number 666.
1: Ooh, I, Vampirella's the only one that when I bring people into a comic shop that don't, don't know anything about comics, I show
0: them the art style of that one. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's very seductive. It's a beautiful vampire lady. <laughs> I see lady. you smiling over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's got its 666 special edition coming out. It's got tons of artists doing the cover. It's got an A, B, C, D, and E cover, as well as virgins and company exclusives. Very nice. So there's going to be about 20 to 30 different covers of the comic. So just go out there, pick out whatever one you like the best, and hopefully it ends up being one of the rare ones. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, it's going to be one of the big comic releases of 2024. It's, you know, like the 100s or 150s when they come out. There's only one 666 edition, and it's a vampire. So. Yeah. They're going big. But that's what I got from my comic.
1: All right, we got IDW Publishing renewed. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles licensing agreement with Paramount. Uh, this is on the 40th anniversary of the said deal, so they will have multiple new titles coming out with comics and movies. Uh, this is on the heels of Mutant Mayhem.
0: Okay, that'll be sweet. Is that the one that they just did? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, the new comic coming out that they teased was... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin 2 Re-Evolution, coming February 28th, so make sure you get that, Last Ronin sells like hotcakes, so that one's an easy one to pick up, yeah. Uh, We got Cobra Commander, number one, coming January 17th, this is a G.I. Joe comic, always collectible when it comes to G.I. Joe. Um, This is going to be following Cobra Commander's origins, how he became him, why he does what he does why wow, he's so evil. <laughs> evil. Uh, so I'd go and check that out or just pick it up as a collector item because G.I. Joe is always cool.
0: I mean, I'm a big Snake fan. I thought he was cool. No. Snake from G.I. Joe.
1: Uh, last one I got for comics is John Constantine Hellblazer, Dead in America, number one. Is coming January 16th. This is John, his friend, and his son on the run in America when Dream requests their help to find out who's using his pouch, his sandbag, to cause chaos, I guess, in America. And it teased in the description that John would need help from an old friend or maybe a thing. So Mm -hmm. I would assume that's just a throwback to Swamp Thing coming into a new John Constantine Hellblazer. That'll be cool. Yeah. They just had those new ones, I want to say... Two years ago now. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. they
0: re-released some of the Swamp Thing yes, comics. Yeah, and th-
1: those were good, so I would definitely pick that up. I'm definitely picking it up because I collect all those ones. So. Yeah,
0: that'll be a sweet one. What a cool yeah. spin off.
1: But uh, that's all my comic news, so I think it's time to give you guys some anime news and give you some updates there.
2: Did you know that the New School Gaming team live streams Dungeons & Dragons every Sunday? We just started our new campaign, The Tower of Dreams. Listen to episode one now, available on YouTube.
1: Let's get back into some anime news. This week, I got all the animes that I've been watching just this past week or so that have come out that are all just interesting or i checked out an episode of and dropped immediately just just giving you a review on everything that i thought so far okay uh first one we got is the big one we were all waiting for is solo leveling yes i checked out the first episode of it and the second one dropped yesterday as we're recording this amazing it was good it's gonna it's gonna be so good they didn't skimp on the blood which i thought they would be very childish with it everything's good in this so far I can't wait for it. I think the only thing they've changed is some of the names, maybe, throughout it, is what I've heard, but it doesn't matter to me. The I names don't were remember the names very anymore. Korean when yeah. you were
0: reading them. So, I As mean, an American
1: viewer, I, it's yeah, not going to Some more memorable difference. names would be nice. Because
0: yeah. I was always just like, you know, the dagger dude, the main guy. Exactly. I mean? yeah. <laughs> but absolutely,
1: keep watching solo leveling. It's not going to disappoint at all. Uh, Blue Exorcist, Shemaine Illuminati Saga. This is the third season of Blue Exorcist.
0: I don't know if you checked that one out yet. I I have. I've seen the first season. Okay.
1: Um, I kind of... I'm in and out of Blue Exorcist sometimes. It's not the greatest, but it's not bad either. It's a good filler anime. Exactly. Um, This one's all about just like an underground Illuminati demon circle. Okay. Trying to... Bring Back Satan, I think, and they're using his son, the Blue Exorcist, to nice. do this. Uh, I haven't checked out too much of it, but I'll probably watch a little more to see if it's any good. Okay. Uh, Mash, Mashle, Magic and Muscles, season two. Mashle? You didn't watch Mashle. I watched the first season of it. It's ridiculous. I not It's watch a it comedy action where it's like a world of Harry Potter wizards kind of thing, and if you're born without magic, they just kill you. And he doesn't no have squids. any magic, but he was <laughs> raised in the woods by his grandfather or something. And all he does is just work out constantly to the point that, like, his magic is he just, like, rubs a stick together really fast and produces fire. And he's like, I'm magic. <laughs> magic muscles. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's kind of like a Baki kind of thing okay. with how ridiculous it is. Baki fun. It seems all right. And the second season is all about, like, the most powerful ones, like the top ten and him trying to break into it kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I'd give it a watch. It's not bad if you're looking to get high and watch an anime. It's not a bad one to do. Right on. Uh, the Wrong Way to Use Healing Magic. So oh. this one, I'm 99% sure I watched the... Or I viewed the webtoon of it, the webcomic online. But I didn't remember. And then I watched the first episode. And I was like, this seems very familiar. Okay. So I think that's what it was. But it's essentially three kids are walking home from school when they're transported to another world. Oh. Um, And they're the heroes of this kingdom, and they need them to save them. But the one kid was just walking near the two heroes that got pulled in. He got pulled in by accident. So he's just an extra? Exactly. Oh, man. But his magic is healing magic, and he gets, like, taken in by this over-the-top, excessive, aggressive, healing other mage who trains him. Oh. And... He uses his healing as a way to just like train harder, where like if he feels fatigued, he just heals himself to feel better and just keeps working out, kind of. So he's a self healer. Exactly. It's we very. We all know that person. It reads. seems like it could be an interesting one. I'm going to f- watch a few more episodes of it. Teeters out, it teeters out. I don't know yet. This one, I'm not watching anymore of it, but it has one of the weirdest names ever. heard. I love when you get the weird ones. <laughs> the strongest tank's labyrinth raids. A tank with 999,000 resistance skill got kicked from the hero's party. What a name.
0: <laughs> that is very
1: long-winded. <laughs> Such a long name. It's essentially... Um, what was that one that was Sword Art Online with a chick, but she just had super high defense. Do you remember that one? I do. Wow. I can't... The sh- max defense or something it like was that. Something like it was that, something yeah. weird like that. It's essentially the same thing. Guy got kicked from the hero's party because he didn't know the extent of his skills. He finds somebody to identify his skills and what they are, which is like transferring damage and shit like that. And then it turns into an isekai. That's what they always do. Yep. It's anime in a nutshell. <laughs> um, I won't be wise. I watched the first episode and was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. The weakest tamer began a journey to pick up trash. The only reason I watched this one is because the description was, like, a, it, what happened is the girl is born in a village and they have, like, this weird star system for their skills. Like, you're born with a skill and it's a one-star, two-star skill. Like, my my dad's a tamer. He's a one-star tamer kind of thing. She gets no stars. So they just, like, leave her for dead. And she finds, like, this slime that its whole purpose is, like, it lives a day and that's it. Like, okay. it's nothing. And she tames it and... I guess she's going to go through the world like using it to clean up the world or something. It says adventure, but it also says East on it, and she's like a 10-year-old girl, so I don't know where the fuck that's headed. That's a little headed. weird. That's a little <laughs> weird to me. But it seemed very sweet, and the art style was cool, so it wasn't a bad first episode. I'm going to watch a couple more and see where it goes, but I'm not 100% on it. Okay. Two more, and then we're done with my reviews. <laughs> the Unwanted Undead Adventurer. Seems pretty cool. I kind of like it so far. It is adventurer who wants to be super powerful, but is just kind of average. Okay. Goes into the labyrinth or dungeon nearby his village one day, dies in there.
0: Reborn.
1: Reborn as a skeleton. Okay. And then he just like keeps going through defeating monsters in the labyrinth until he levels up enough and becomes a ghoul. And then he meets a girl who buys him clothes and stuff so he can get out of there. And then I think it's just going to be him evolving further and further. Back to a human? I don't know if it's going to be back to a human. He kept saying, like, a vampire's pretty close to a human and saying, like, he could get there or something. I don't know where it's going to lead to. It doesn't seem bad, but it also seems like it could go real isekai real fast.
0: Interesting concept, though.
1: Last one, The Witch and the Beast. Weirdest one by far. One of the ones I'm looking forward to the most after solo leveling. It is... The Witch
0: and the Beast
1: basically in this world there's witches and they're seen as evil and they can curse people and the only way to break a curse from a witch is to get the witch to break it themselves or oh my god i can't remember the second method it's not killed them though it's very odd that it's not killed them okay. um and then the apparently secret one which they reveal at the end of the first episode is to kiss a witch that gave you the curse, which seems like a very odd thing. I was like, well, that's weird. (laughs) But it turned into like this, if you kiss any witch, your curse is broken for like a few minutes. So it's like this dude with a coffin on his back who's like, a witch but like not very strong and then this girl who just like is not that strong at all and she just like keeps rushing witches and getting destroyed okay she ends up like kissing this witch at the end of the first episode and turns into like this behemoth monster that just absolutely wrecks her and it's the whole thing is like she's the behemoth monster but is cursed to be like a girl for some reason and she's trying to hunt down the witch who cursed her but doesn't know what she looks like
0: Interesting. It
1: wasn't bad, surprisingly. That's an odd concept. It had a cool art style and the fighting was kind of cool, and I might watch a couple more episodes before I realize it's bad. Yeah. No. But that is my review for the animes <laughs> I've watched so far. <laughs> you got a good chunk
0: of animes watching, eh? Yeah, it's been a busy week. <laughs> well, for my anime news, we got Godzilla Minus One, which was the new Godzilla anime movie that came out. It was in theaters for about I feel like two weeks. Yeah, I heard it was great. Yeah, it was amazing. I haven't watched it yet, but I just keep hearing great things about uh, it. The creator of it was Takashi Yamazaki. Yamaziki. Okay. I'm unfamiliar with his work. Some of you might know. But he, it's from a, the Toho's Godzilla franchise, which I'm very familiar with. They do like all of the Godzilla yeah. cartoons. Uh, but it announced its earnings of $49.74 million in the U.S. box office, making it the number two... Most sold anime movie in the U.S. of all time. Interesting. Knocking down Demon Slayer Mogu Train from the number two I thought that was spot. number one. It was for the longest. Oh, well, no. I thought that's number one. No, it, this, it was number two. Number okay. one I have right here is the Pokemon, the first movie from 1998. Wow. At, yeah, it holds up. At a grand total of $85.7 million. The US soundtrack
1: feet. alone holds up.
0: Which, it's such a good movie.
1: Such a good movie.
0: I want to be the the very very best. Best. (laughs) We're not doing that. (laughs) Copyrighted, copyrighted. (laughs) And uh, it's going to be probably my last time bringing it up, so I'm going to do it because I saw news on it. The Boy and the Heron. Of course, every time. Uh, It was the highest original grossing anime movie of all time. So what they meant by original is it has no shows, no books, no comics, no webtoons, none of that. Uh, got sales of $23.1 million USD for 10 days in the box office is all it was in for. Very nice. And uh, it took number seven on all-time charts. All right. So that was pretty exciting. Still him not watched I thought it was so good. Uh, get to it eventually. You went and saw in theaters. In theaters. And Robert, it was good? It was good. Robert yeah. Pattinson yeah. killed it. All right. We're going to have to watch it. Yep. And Mark Hamill's in it. Great. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got was just reviewing the two movies for mm. my... Anime
2: news. Did you know that the New School Gaming Team does LAN Party live streams every Thursday at the New School Studio? Tune in to Twitch or YouTube to watch us just mess around and have some fun. Watch Thick Baby, W, Pac-Man Jones, Simba, The Bob, and me, Smoke J play random games week after week. Tune in Thursday nights.
1: We're getting right into our battle of the week. Now, who do you think would win in a fight? Brad Pitt or Robert Downey Jr.? Ooh, modern day, both of them. Modern day, right now, they both meet up at their houses and they're like, you know what, Brad, you've had this coming. And they just start attacking each other. (laughs) I'm sick of your
0: leaves on my lawn. (laughs) Exactly.
1: You know they live next to each other.
0: Brad Pitt, Robert Downey. I'm going to go Brad Pitt. You know, he's pretty boy. He's jacked. I think he's got it.
1: I, I think Brad Pitt is 60 and Robert Downey Jr. is 58, or I have that backwards. I'm pretty sure Robert Downey Jr. is at least two years younger than him. So they're roughly the same age, though. But I think Brad Pitt's definitely... Last time I saw him was probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he was in much better shape than I think Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. So. I mean, Ocean's Eleven, dude. <laughs> yeah, you might be right, but Robert Downey Jr. was, he went to like jail or prison or whatever it was, I for, think it was just in rehab. the 90s. Are you sure? I think it was just a rehabilitation program. <sighs> Could be wrong. You're, you know, I, I'm going to give it to Brad Pitt. You, get, you got a point.
0: Yeah, plus Robert Downey has long hair now, right? Doesn't he?
1: I don't know. I haven't seen Robert in Does a that fight? affect it? <laughs> yeah,
0: a long hair in a fight's always a Brad Pitt's
1: got some long hair. It goes down to like, his shoulders or does something. Does
0: he? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought he had short hair right now. All right. Well, you know, if they both have long hair. <laughs> mm. The hair
1: really, it really comes down to the hair. It does. I mean, <laughs> the hair is a huge
0: factor in a fight.
1: All right. I'm going with Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Let us know what you guys
0: think in the comments. Let us know who wins this fight. All right. For my battle of the week, who do you think would win in a fight? Gandalf the Grey or Dumbledore? Albus Dumbledore. Didn't we do Dumbledore versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles already? We did.
1: <laughs> right. And we decided he would beat them?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: So it's really, could, could Grant Gandalf the Grey take on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Gandalf the Grey versus Dumbledore. I I mean, all right, so we got Gandalf. He's got his sword, super good sword. True. King. And he's got magic. Dumbledore cannot fight Hand to hand. He's not good at it. He would have to keep his distance at all times.
1: But I feel like Dumbledore's spells are more practical
0: than Gandalf the Grey's until Gandalf becomes Gandalf the White. Gandalf the Grey is a 55,000-year-old true immortal being.
1: Yes, but he would also, with his spells as the Grey, he's more of like a trickster than anything, where Dumbledore is more of like he can actually cast spells he, that can he hurt can. him. Where Gandalf's is more like illusion-based to somewhat protection. fire protection, yeah. but it's not as broad as Dumbledore's would be with the Elder Wand. Yes. Well,
0: he didn't always have the Elder Wand. What, oh, what do we right consider now. in the fight, then? Is he no, have the Elder Wand? He does have it. He's always had it, basically. Basically.
1: I think if it comes down to a using protection and getting get close enough, Gandalf's got it. If we're staying at a range, Dumbledore might... Mm,
0: That's tough. I think Gandalf's got it. Truthfully, I think he's going to get in range and slice him.
1: I'm going to go with my favorite and go Gandalf.
0: Yeah? All right. Well, what do you guys think? You let us know.
1: Let us know in the comments who's going to win this fight.
2: You've heard the New School Gaming Podcast, but have you listened to any episodes of the New School Project? Check it out on all podcasting platforms.
0: Thank you all for tuning in to our podcast. It has been a blast. We have a new merch drop coming on February 1st. Stay tuned for our first sneak peeks at our merch that's coming. It is super cool. and I cannot wait to show you guys.
1: Yes, and we have our D&D
0: stream coming
1: every Sunday, the Tower of Dreams. We just started this Sunday, so you can get in right at the ground floor and watch these adventurers climb the tower. We also do streams every day of the week, except for Friday and Saturday, I believe. So check out solo streams where we play Apex Legends On and do our Monday. climb to Predator. Apex Predator. Yeah. So definitely check out all those streams, guys. But I think we need to get back to gaming.
0: Yeah, let's do it. All right.